fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word today. We're going to get into the Word of God and learn some few things. And in our last message, we talked about the blessing, the fundamental blessing. I want us to talk today about activating the blessing. The word activating means to put into active mode. Just like what you have in your life. Your car, when you pack it, is in passive mode. Then you activate it to take you somewhere. The money in your pocket is in passive mode. When you want to do something, exchange it for some goods, you activate it. You put it to work. So how do we put the blessing to work? Remember from our last episode, we talked about blessing as what? God said to Abraham, to Adam, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue. Now, we read the message Bible that says what? It says, for fruitful said, prosper, and reproduce, fill, and take charge. So the blessing helps us to prosper, to reproduce, to feel, and to take charge. Now, God gave this to Adam at the beginning, but Adam sinned along with his wife, and they invited the curse on the earth. And then God now came to Abraham and offered him the blessing, so that through him he would bless all the families of the earth. Now remember that we read also, in that last message that chapter 3 Galatians that Christ redeemed us from the cause of the law being made a cause for us that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles those are those who are not Jews nations of the world now that's what we are right now we have the blessing and we said that the blessing God pronounced the blessing upon Israel too because they are from Abraham. He said, blessed are you going out, blessed are you coming, blessed are you the city, blessed are you in the field, blessed are you the basket, blessed are you, whatever you do. When your enemy comes against you, the blessing will make them to run away seven directions. So we are blessed. And the blessings, but how do we now activate the blessing? I think we should go back to Abraham and learn some lessons from him. Let's go to chapter 14, the book of Genesis. We will read about this event in Abraham's life. Let's go to chapter, chapter 14. Are you there? Okay, let's go to verse 14. Genesis 14, 14. Now when Abraham heard that his brother was taken, that was Lot, captive, he armed his 318 trained servants who were born in his own house and went in pursuit as far as Dan. Now, what was happening over here? Very simple. At this moment, Lot, Lot had left Abraham and was staying around Sodom. Then some kings came that were fighting with the kings of Sodom and that area, about five kings. But these four kings, these four mighty kings came and, you know, plundered the whole place. And then they are like the marauders or what we call like uh, the, 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 the devourers. They came to take over everything. They killed all the soldiers. And then they took Lot because he was living there. They took him and his family and his why the neighborhood just took them away. And then when they told Abraham, Bible said Abraham got up with 318 trained servants in his house. He went to go and pursue these four major kings to maybe get Lot back. And he did. Let's look at verse 15. He divided his forces against them by night, and he and his servant attacked them and pursued them as far as Obab, which is north of Damascus. Think about that. Five kings could not withstand these mighty four kings. And Abraham went with 318 trained servants of his house and beat them up. 
That must be the blessing of God. Remember we said that the blessing, when enemy come against you one way, we flee seven ways. You will reproduce, you, pro you will take charge. So Abraham took charge in that situation. So he brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods as well as all as the women and the people. Now let's keep reading. Verse 17. And the king of Sodom went out to meet Abraham at the valley of Shaveh, that's the king's valley, after his return from the defeat of Tedolaoma and the kings who were with him. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God's most high, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and the earth, and blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abraham gave him, as Melchizedek, a tithe of all. Rest of there. Take a look at this. This is an incident in Abraham's life. These people came like devourers, attackers, and the world is full of that. And they came to plunder the place and then they took away Lot and his family. And Abraham got up, depending on the blessing, to go over there and rescue his brother because God was with him. So he, he brought back his brother. While he was coming back, a strange personality met him. It was called Melchizedek, the king of Jerusalem. The word Melchizedek means king of righteousness. It's also king of Jerusalem, king of peace. We'll see that later in the book of Hebrews. And then this man, uh, Bible said he was the priest of the most high God, and he brought bread and wine. Strange thing. And he gave it, he gave them to Abraham, and then he blessed Abraham. Mm. And he spoke blessing over him. And in response, to that blessing spoken over him, what did Abraham do? Abraham gave him a tenth of all. He gave him ten percent of the portion that he went to go when he went out to do this venture. He gave him a tenth of all. Uh, that's very interesting. Now you see, he was attacking great kings, and Abraham came back, and this great priest of the Most High God came in. A priest is. A, like intermediary between God and people. They, 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 they have a house where the shrine, where they worship and then they communicate with people and take their matters to God. And they, they, they serve to offer sacrifices and gifts before the Lord. And this man, we don't, we, Bible said we don't know his father, we don't know his mother. He just came to Abraham and gave him the blessing. He blessed him. He said, blessed be Abraham of the most, of God most high. And blessed be God most high. So you can see the blessing going on, blessing Abraham and blessing God. And the response of Abraham was to tithe, to give him 10 or 10% 10 of all that he got him. He gave him the tithe of all. Let's look at what happened. When he did that, let's look at what happened next. Verse 21. Now king of Sodom said to Abraham, give me the person and take the goods for yourself. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God most high, the presence of heaven and the earth, that I will not take, I will take nothing from a tread to a sandal strap. And I will not take anything that is yours, lest you say I have made Abraham rich, except only what the young men have eaten. See, Abraham was saying, look, nobody will make me rich. The blessing was said, I've lifted my hand to the God most high. That's the one that he just blessed him with. So he was saying, I'm going to count on the blessing of God. Remember Solomon said, the blessing of the Lord make it rich and have no sorrow. So coming first from this blessing, he said, I don't want to take anything from yours. I'm not a taker. I'm a giver. 
Glory to God. And let's look at the response of God after Abraham did that. Genesis 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I'm your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Now, after Abraham did that with Melchizedek, brought, the man brought bread and wine and blessed him, and Abraham responded by giving him tenth of all. God came to Abraham and said to him, I'm your shield and your great, exceeding great reward. He's saying this, I'm your protection and I'm your provision. I'm your protection, shield, and I'm your provision. So we can say this, God responded to Abraham and said, look, I am going to protect you and I'm going to provide for you exceedingly in response to what he just did. That means God was saying that I'm going to release love my blessing upon you and got into that. Let's go a step further. You know, when we read this story like this, you you, you, you got, okay, this is an incident. Can we have any other kind of thing like that? Of course, he did. When Abraham got old, he gave back to Isaac. And Isaac also gave back to Jacob. And one time Jacob was leaving home. You know, the rivalry between him and his brother. And they were having a lot of struggle. And then he had to leave home to go to his uncle Laban. And uh, the father blessed him and sent him away. On his way to where he was going, he had to get to a place called Luz and he slept there. He used, you know, stone for a pillow. And while he slept, he had a dream in that, and in that dream he saw a, 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 a God up on high and he, and he saw also a ladder between heaven and earth. And he saw angels climbing and descending. And then the Lord stood above that ladder and said to him, let's read it, Genesis 28, verse 13. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendant. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and all your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I'm with you, and I will keep you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I've done what I've spoken to you. Praise the Lord. Did you, did you hear that? God spoke to Abraham, no, to, to Jacob, this. And Jacob had those words about blessing. Now, the father blessed him. Now, this is God himself coming to him in the night on his way to Laban, his uncle. And God now emphasized to him directly the blessing. I'm going to bless you. I bless all the families of the earth through you. Let's look at what he did. Let's look at the verse 15 or 16 rather. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Sure, the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it, and he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city had been loose previously. Now listen to this. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God be with me, and keep me in this way that I'm going, and give me bread to eat, and clothing to put on, so that I will come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God, and this stone which I have set as pillars shall be God's house, and of all that you give me, I will surely give a tent to you. Oh. Now, God brought the blessing to Jacob. Jacob woke up, responded, and what did he do? He said, this must be an awesome place. He called the place the house of God. 
Now remember, usually you have a priest over the house of God. Whatever shrine you have, whatever temple, there's a priest that will conduct the sacrifices and services. And he said, this place, number one, he said, if God kept all this promise of blessing to me, I will make God my God. And I, this place will be the house of God and I will give 10%. So you can see that correlation. My God, and it says the blessing will come from him. This is going to be a house. They're going to be, they're going to make this place a house of God where God can be compacted and then all God can be received. That everybody is calling for a kind of a priesthood. And he said, I will give my contribution 10% of what I have to you. So he's giving to God in response to that blessing so that he can activate the blessing, just like the father did or the grandfather did, Abraham. Now, we can see that in our Bible that he, he, he responded to the blessing by God by activating it by bringing thanks. He said, I'm going to bring thanks of all. You that same word again. Give it thanks to you. Give me. Give me. What do I give it? Give me thanks. So he was responding to God, activating the blessing to keep it going. Let's go to Malachi 3 in the Bible. And that, that will give us extra light about what we are talking about. Malachi 3 verse 10. Let's open there and read it. It's a, a beautiful place explaining about the third father. We can see that progressive truth taking place. And we're going to read Malachi 3 verse 10. Listen to this. He said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. So you can see house again there now. And then there will be food in my house. And try me now, approve me now in this. See the Lord of hosts. If I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, there will not be room enough to receive it. Now, it's looking as if the blessing is not in the earthly realm, it's in the heavenly realm. So God said, when you bring me the tithe, I will open heaven's window. That's the uh, entrance between heaven and earth. You know, you, 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 the window, I want to see the window of your house, that's where you look out. So the, the window or the, it's like entrance. So God said, I'll pour the blessings of mine through the entrance of heaven to the earth. And I, I will part such a blessing of you. Remember the blessing again. God blessed Adam and his wife saying, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue. Or, like we read it in Message Bible, it's what? Prosper, reproduce, fill, and take charge. So God said, I part such a blessing on you. Glory to God. I part such a blessing on you. Such a blessing on you. So we can see that right now about the blessing. And let's get back to New Testament now and see some light over there. And uh, we're going to start with chapter 3, Galatians. Uh, we're going to read that. And it's important for us to get hold of this. Listen to this. Verse 8. It says, And the scripture foreseen that God will justify the Gentiles by faith, preach the gospel to Abraham, saying, in you, all the nations shall be blessed. So God was saying that this kind of blessing won't just only be for you alone. It's going to be for the whole world. It's just a pattern. I'm going to come through you to bless the whole world. Since Adam lost out over there. Now, look at verse 9, chapter 3 Galatians, verse 9 says, So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. So that means that all of us who are in faith now, who believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, then we are also blessed with believing Abraham. We have the same kind of blessing like Abraham do have. 
Glory to God. And why do we have it? Let's look at chapter 3, chapter 3, Galatians. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. So we can see that right down there, that the blessing of Abraham, that same kind of blessing, had been released on us. Now, just the same way that Abraham had the people that are like uh, devourers, Let's go back to chapter 3 Galatians that we read. Now, we read that in verse 10, bring all the tithe to the storehouse and the food in my house and prove me now in this. I have not opened the windows of heaven and poured such a blessing on you. Listen, verse 11 says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that you will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Remember fruitfulness? Okay, be fruitful. Multiply. Not shall divine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. See the Lord of hosts. And all this will call you blessed, for you'll be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Now, you can see that right away there, that there's a devourer that won't dis- destroy the fruit of your labor, that won't bring things that you will not prosper and reproduce and feel and take charge. So, God said, Jesus came and redeemed us from the cause, so that the blessing can come upon us. Now, after Abraham got the blessing from God, and Abraham was, he was living his life, these kings came to invade the land and took away his brother, Lot. Guess what happened next? Abraham got up to attack them and got locked back, <clears throat> excuse me, with all the properties. And Melchizedek met him and blessed him. Remember that? And God said, I'm your shield and your great reward. So we can see from here that God is telling us as nations, as people who have come to God outside the Jews, that we have the same blessing of Abraham. And then we can also escape the devourer and also get the Lord to bless us. And we can activate this blessing by giving our 10%. Because the blessing of Abraham, Abraham did this you know, in order to activate the blessing. So that the man blessed him. Don't forget, Melchizedek brought bread and wine. That's an interesting thing. Who did something like that? Jesus did. You know, when the night was being you know, betrayed, Bible said he brought his disciples into the upper room and then he took bread and he took wine. Strange. And he said, take it. This is my body. And drink. This is my blood. You know, Melchizedek brought bread and wine to Abraham. And here was Jesus bringing bread and wine to his disciples. And then, let's go further about this blessing to us today. Let's, let's look at chapter 1, the book of Ephesians. Verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, where? In the heavenly places in Christ. Remember, Malachi said that if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, and then, then the Bible said over here that the blessings also that we have now is spiritual as in the heavenly places. Now, if it's in the heavenly places, it has to come upon us. Like we read that, this blessing will come upon you and overtake you. So we can see the blessing coming upon you. So God said, the blessing, I will, when you bring your tithe to the house, I will release my blessing upon you. I will open every window and pour out the blessing. So we also are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Every blessing you are looking for is in the heavenly place reserved for you right now. And then the way you activate and it will be released to you is just like Bible said in Malachi. When you do this, you prove me and I will open heaven's window. The heavenly places in Christ Jesus will be open to you and the blessing will come upon you and overtake you. Praise God. You're already blessed. But it's in the heavenly and it's released upon the earth. Let's go further. I want us to talk about this thing. He said the house, you know, 
Jacob was saying that oh, this will be a house of God. I said the priest is over the house of God. And then let's look at what is the house of God now. Let's go to First Timothy 3 verse 15. Listen to what Paul told Timothy. But if I'm delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God. In the house of God. What's that? Which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Oh, fantastic. So the house of God today is the church. You know, Paul was telling Timothy, you are like a pastor over that place in Ephesus. The congregation, the church in Ephesus. And he said, that you must know how to conduct yourself. That is the house of God and the church of the living God. So we must see the church more than just our gathering. It's also the house of God. And remember, Jacob said, I will make God my Lord and the, this place will be the house of God and I will give a tithe of everything. And remember, Melchizedek was a priest over the house of God. Let's, let's talk about this Melchizedek in the new. What is the fulfillment today of Melchizedek? Let's, let's take a look at that in Hebrews chapter 5. And Hebrews 5, the Bible was talking about Jesus, how he didn't take the honor himself to become. In Jesus, when he died, he was the Lamb of God. And he rose again. When he rose, this is what God did to him. Let's go to chapter 5, book of Hebrews chapter 5, verse 5. So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he, God the Father, who said to him, you are my son, today I have begotten you. He also says in another place, you are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Wow. So we can see right away that God, when he raised Christ from the dead, he made him the priest after the order of Melchizedek. Remember, Melchizedek met Abraham, brought bread and wine, and Abraham tied to him all. So Jesus Christ is our high priest today of the order of Melchizedek. And he brought us bread and wine, and we are still on the earth. Remember the blessings for the earth here. The priest is in the heavenly places. Now, Jesus is our great high priest in heaven. And then he brought that bread and wine that we take in communion, that the blessing is being released upon us, and it's blessing us. Remember the last thing he did when he was leaving this planet? He took disciples together in Luke 24, Bible says, and blessed them as he departed from there. So the blessing is still coming from him, and he's getting the blessing upon us. And he's putting the house of God, the family of God, the church, so that we can see that's where the blessing will be stored up and released upon us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I think that is very clear. And I want to take a step further and talk about how do you when you bring your thighs, it's just more than just bringing money, you know. We're going to look at the shadow, the Old Testament, to give us a light into this about uh, how do you do that and how do you respond to God with uh, tight, which is really important. I want, I want to see the way, the, the way they, they were doing it under the, under the Old Testament, which was a picture and a shadow of what we do. Praise the Lord. Listen to this. Uh, we're going to read verse, 20, verse 12, 26, Deuteronomy verse 12. When you have finished laying aside all the tithe of your increase in the third year, the year of tithing, and have given it to deliver, they are looking at their picture. This is not, uh, this is just Old Testament picture. Then verse 13 says, Then you shall say before the Lord your God, I removed the holy tithe from my house, and also have given them to these uh, different people, Levite and co. And he said, According to all your commandments, I want to look at verse 14. I have not eaten any of it when in the morning. Verse 15 says, look down from your holy habitation from heaven and bless your people Israel and the land which you have given us. I wanted to see something over there. You know, they were tithing, different kind of tithe under the testament. But Abraham tithed. And I want to see the response. I want to learn something from here. They spoke 
after the tithe, they spoke, God, I have brought the tithe to you. He said, look down from your holy habitation, your heavenly places where the blessings are, and bless your people and the land. Praise God. So what I want to get across to you today is that you can activate the blessing by bringing your tithe into the house of God. And when you do that, God said, prove me. He didn't say pay me. He said, prove me. You know, or test me or try me if I will not open heaven's window and pour out a blessing. And remember, we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And we can activate that blessing to come upon us and overtake us by our fighting like Abraham did and like Jacob did. And we have the same blessing as Abraham did. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful days ahead of you.